Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Radio family, good morning and welcome once again. Time to engage in wonderful conversation with members of our Community Focus family. And it is that time. Community Focus officially getting underway here on our Odyssey stations. Great conversation every weekend to talk about good people who are doing good things in our community. And today our topic of discussion is on the Federal Administration for Community Living, uh, ACL for short is Funding Senior Services Alzheimer's Disease Program Initiative Project, known as Memory Connections. And it is such a pleasure to welcome the newest member of our community-focused family. She serves as the Memory Connections Project Coordinator. And Anita Ford, good morning. You officially family. That's how short-lived newbie titles remain in 2022. How are you? I am doing well, thank you. It's nice to be a part of the family. Absolutely. It's nice to have you here, family. And you, of course, are doing a fine job representing senior services here on our public affairs program. So, Anita, I am really looking forward to indeed engaging in this great conversation. So let's get started by asking the inevitable. Tell our listeners a little bit about what senior services is, because some of us are familiar with this wonderful agency. Others not so much or may know very little about it and what you do in the community serving as the project coordinator. Okay. So in a nutshell, Senior Services, we are a private nonprofit agency. We have been operating actually in Winston-Salem for Scythe County for 60 years Overall, our mission is to help older adults in Forsyth County to remain at home for as long as possible. And the goal is to help them live with dignity and to age with purpose. So when we talk about the programs and the services under senior services, there are several. One consists of what's called is our helpline, mm-hmm. where individuals call in. They can get information about different resources that they may be in need of. So we have wonderful individuals who answer those lines, and they just have all kinds of knowledge in regards to resources that could help individuals. Another aspect of senior services is what's called home care, Mm -hmm. and that's where we nursing assistants who are supervised by registered nurses who deliver personal care and also provide some respite services to older adults in their home. There's also another program that's called Living at Home. 
This involves our team of nurses and social workers. Now, the thing that's different about living at home is it does require that individuals typically have Medicaid to cover those services. Right. And it also serves persons who are disabled. So that's a little bit different, but nevertheless, one of the wonderful services yeah, that's absolutely. offered. People may be pretty familiar with Meals on Wheel, mm-hmm. and that's where a nutritious meal is provided Monday through Friday to the older adult's home. And these are typically individuals who would have difficulty, you know, getting out uh, or maybe even preparing meals for themselves. So we have wonderful volunteers who do this Monday through Friday. We also have senior lunch. So within Forsyth County, there are four sites where this wonderful service takes place. And I will give contact information, you know, at the end of the program and individuals can call if interested in going to one of those sites. There's also the Elizabeth and Tab Williams Adult Day Center, which is located here in Forsyth County off of Miller Street. And individuals attend the day services and they get all kinds of activities. They are well supervised. They get assistance with whatever, whatever their needs are. And this allows the caregivers to have a little bit of a reprieve, mm-hmm. uh, leaving them there in the hands of very capable and knowledgeable staff who are aware of what's needed by someone who has memory loss. There's also worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Yeah, there's also what we call creative connections. Uh, memory connections actually falls under creative connections. And creative uh, connections involves working with older adults as far as what we would call maybe an arts-based perspective. Um, this is for individuals uh, within Forsyth County, and they 
are able to engage in all types of sort of, again, arts-based activities. This could be painting. um, This could be dance. This could be drumming, um, making all kinds of, you know, different types of art-based activities. So that sort of leads us into memory connections. And I can either talk a little bit more about that now or we'll move into that a little later, whatever works. (laughs) Absolutely. First of all, I just wanted to say in listening to you, and I'm pretty sure I can speak on behalf of our radio family, all of these programs are a blessing for our older adults in and around our surrounding communities. And these sound like wonderful programs that many senior adults have the joy in taking advantage of. So thank you so much, Anita, for sharing that. And how long have you served as the project coordinator? I am actually, as you mentioned, a a newbie. So I've actually been in this position (laughs) for six months. Wow. But... I have had wonderful, wonderful um, individuals who are working with me, and it Absolutely. really did not take long to get acclimated. Wow. I actually worked for another not-for-profit organization, and many of the skill sets that uh, I was blessed to gain there carried right over to this role. Wonderful. Um, I've worked with individuals and families uh, impacted by dementia. Mm -hmm. And so I had recently uh, finished a degree in project management. So it all just, I call it a divine door. It all (laughs) just came together. That was a position that was definitely well suited for you. Now, you just mentioned a key word, uh, dementia, and I'm going to get to that with you in just a minute as well. But first of all, just to Mm -hmm. backtrack on all the wonderful information that you just shared, I wanted to share with you personally, and I'm sure for a lot of our radio family, many of us are familiar with the wonderful program that Meals on Wheels provides. It was personally Mm -hmm. a blessing for an older adult in my own family. In fact, my own grandmother received the service, and it it was just a a godsend to have that program, especially as you mentioned Older adults are in a position where they no longer provide meals for themselves or, like you said, maybe shut in and cannot get out on a frequent basis. And it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say firsthand that when you look at these meals, I mean, we're we're not talking about something that's skimpy or anything that's not going to be nutritious. I mean, we're talking well-prepared, well-satisfying meals Mm -hmm. that many of our senior adults have the opportunity to enjoy. But just thank you for sharing again all of those wonderful programs and especially well. Absolutely and having the joy as as serving as the project coordinator. Now, let's get back to the one word that you just mm-hmm. mentioned and and a word that likely a lot of us are not necessarily familiar with because mm-hmm. we have not had let's say, an older adult experience it until they get to a certain age. Many of us have had the opportunity to hear about the word dementia, but a lot of us Mm -hmm. may not quite understand exactly what it means and what impact that it is having on our older adults. So can you give us a little breakdown and explain what dementia is, either in layman's terms or if you can in a professional (laughs) term as well? Yeah, absolutely. So when you hear the word dementia, you know, 
several things probably come to, to different individuals' minds in regards to what that means to them. Right. But the word dementia itself is just an umbrella term because you actually have other um, reasons for memory loss that fall under the term of dementia. For instance, you have Alzheimer's exactly, disease, which yeah. is the most common type of dementia. So you have other kinds, such as what they call frontotemporal or vascular dementia. You have these disease processes that are going on within the body that create a memory loss. And so based on what is causing that memory loss, it's given a specific name, but it's also a kind of dementia. So what happens as a result of the dementia and the type of dementia that a person has it's creating changes within the brain mm-hmm. so that what we see on the outside are some personality changes. We're seeing individuals who may be repeating themselves frequently, right. asking the same questions over exactly. again. They are losing the ability to figure out what to do with normal day-to-day activities and even identifying Similar things that they see on a routine basis, such as a key. What is what is this key for? What does it do? Um, you can have an individual who is not remembering loved ones, you know, and and this gets progressively worse. And that's right. the sad thing about exactly. the dementias; right. they don't get better. There is a progression. So you may see or hear dementia referred to um, as a very lengthy illness because most persons with dementia live for a very long time, which takes True. us to the caregiver who finds themselves in a position of providing that 24-7 care for someone who is progressively worsening and having that progressive memory loss. So one of the things about the help and the services that we provided or are providing is to support those caregivers because this is a very challenging period in their life. Absolutely. First of all, Anita, I just wanted to thank you so much for that beautifully expressed and even simplistic definition because, and that's what I love about public affairs programs such as this, is that Mm -hmm. we always can learn something new on a various topic matter. But I had Mm -hmm. often wondered, because when you talk about dementia and how it's spoken of interchangeably with Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. disease, many of us probably, at least I will confess that I wasn't exactly too sure about whether it was one in the same term, but when you said it falls under the umbrella it gives me yeah. a better understanding on such a broad uh, me- medical and, and even personal topic of discussion such as this. Mm-hmm. And and really a lot of what you explained reminded me so much of, like you said, it's a disease that progresses over time. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. right. The sad part is watching an individual who is yeah. in that that mental state of mind where he or she can no longer remember doing the simple things, or like you said, repetition is very huge in that particular situation. And it's hard watching that loved one's brain function start to deteriorate. That's, that's just the awful thing about this disease. 
And even mm-hmm. though there are progressions in slowing the process down, at least there's some hope from that standpoint. It's still hard. It's yeah. still hard to watch that older loved one start to forget things. Yes, yes. One of the things that we are promoting, as well as other individuals in the community who work with uh, persons in the community with dementia is that early intervention Why? because the earlier uh, a person is diagnosed with dementia, that opens the door for more ways to assist and to help Absolutely. and maybe slow down that progression. Absolutely. So is is key. Thank you so much with this wonderful information. And I am so enjoying our conversation. I say this time and time again with members of our community focused <laughs> family, Anita. I'm thankful we have a part two of this program because I really yes. do have more questions for you. And just to say thank okay. you for the phenomenal job that you have done thus far. So will you stick around for part two of the program? Oh, absolutely. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Radio Family, for sticking around as well. Again, Anita Ford serves as the Memory Connections Project Coordinator with Senior Services. You are listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus, and we will continue this great conversation right after this break. It is the weekend edition of Community Focus. Thank you so much, Radio Family. Once again, your wonderful company as well as members of our Community Focus family. Our newest member is Anita Ford, the Memory Connections Project Coordinator with Senior Services. And it is, as our topic of discussion this morning, it is the Senior Services Alzheimer's Disease Program Initiative project known as Memory Connections. Now, again, for those of you who may just be joining us, Senior Services, Inc. is a private nonprofit agency. It's been operating in the city of Winston-Salem for some 60 years. The mission is to help older adults remain at home for as long as possible, living with dignity and aging with purpose. And Senior Services currently has several major programs that respond to the needs of our aging adults. And Anita, again, thank you so much for sharing with us more, particularly about memory connections. With that, what is the target audience or specific persons in our communities that do benefit from memory connections? Okay. So, you know, as we look at the individuals that we're reaching out to, it sort of takes us to our goals and objectives, you know, for the Memory Connections Project. So what we're trying to do is to identify people with possible dementia. Um, Those persons can be living with caregivers. Um, There is a special emphasis on persons who do live alone because we want them to be aware of the resources that are available to them. Absolutely. So, helping them to age uh, with purpose and, and to live with dignity, even though they may have dementia. Um, we're also looking to educate individuals and communities that are at high risk for developing dementia. Uh, the number one um, persons would be your African-Americans, um, who are twice as likely to be diagnosed with dementia. You next would have your Hispanic community, who would be one and a half times likely to be diagnosed with dementia. So there is a a focus on those individuals as well. Another area where we're looking at as far as like providing support is for the caregiver. 
because again, as I mentioned previously, this is a 24-7 challenging aspect of life for many caregivers who are involved with a loved one. And so we're looking at all of these groups of individuals as we reach out and discuss and, and offer services through Memory Connections. Absolutely, Anita. And I so appreciate, again, you sharing this information. And I wanted to add as a side note, particularly this morning, we have likely persons of all ages who are listening Mm -hmm. to our public affairs program this morning. But it's information that's important because even though we may have younger listeners who are saying, well, I'm not old, this doesn't pertain to me. But in a sense, it does, because if you have parents... If you have grandparents, even if you're fortunate enough to have great grandparents, anyone Mm -hmm. who fits the dynamic of what living as a senior adult in this day and time, it's very, like you mentioned, important to have these conversations now because we're going to be in that particular age group one day. If we keep living you know, believe it or not, we're going to get older. In fact, we do. Every year we increase in age. But what's even more yeah. so, it is wonderful to have you here on this program to share this information, particularly for those of us who are in that caregiver role. And we may yeah. find ourselves who have loved ones, whether it is a parent or a grandparent. Mm-hmm. And I'll use myself for an example from the time I was between the ages of 11 until I was about 38. I'm 52 now. I had the joy of being co-parented, as I like to say, because I had a grandmother who very much shared in the role of of raising me coming from a single parent household. And the joy Mm -hmm. it was watching her, especially with her life of independence. She did it all the way up until the time she died. And she was in her 90s. She was 97. So by the time I came along, she was in her 60s. She was like in her mid to late 60s. And the joy of having her for those 30 plus years until she she left us, it was just amazing. And I'm sure there are a lot of uh, listeners this morning who can possibly relate to something similar or along those lines. And that's why this conversation for me personally, Anita, really touches my heart because it's something that I experienced firsthand. And I'm sure perhaps for yourself and for others who listen this morning, I really have such a love and respect for senior adults because that's what I was exposed to growing up as a child. That's what I was around. And when you look at our culture as a whole, it, it's really sad in, in a lot of ways how in some countries, because we do get old and because we do become forgetful about certain things, it's, yeah. it's like society has this tendency to want to just push older adults to the side because mm. they may not be able to think as quick on their feet as they did in their younger days. Yeah. You know, and so it's really important to have these conversations and to honor our seniors while they're still here. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And so, again, I just appreciate you in providing this wonderful information 
in our conversation. And don't let me get off on a tangent because I could talk with you, Anita, for hours. But my next question is, I wanted to focus on the strategies that are being used by senior services as a way of reaching out to the community and informing people about memory connections. Okay, so there are quite a few strategies that we're using. Um, initially, we wanted to reach out to those those high risk individuals and populations, uh, being African Americans and the Hispanics um, and Latino community, and those individuals who live alone. So what we're doing and what we have been doing is getting the education out. We've been working with faith-based organizations, Mm -hmm. attending community events. We're distributing information throughout Forsyth County in the form of flyers and brochures. Um, We've even left bookmarks at the public libraries throughout Forsyth County. We hope to be doing more radio spots. Uh, collaborative sharing of mm-hmm. information by our community partners because this this is a, a huge project Absolutely. and we have individuals and organizations within the community who are helping us to make this a successful venture. So they are also reaching out, um, talking to individuals in the community about memory connections. There's more things that are forthcoming, such as video production, more community interaction and intervention. So there are lots of ways that we've been reaching out. Absolutely. And that is really exciting news to share here on the weekend edition of Community Focus, welcoming some of those who may be joining us. Thank you for your company and equally so the company of wonderful members of our Community Focus family. We add one more in Anita Ford, who again is the Memory Connections Project Coordinator. Now, Anita, the wonderful thing about this through senior services, you have the opportunity to partner with other community members. So tell me or tell us about the community partners involved in Memory Connections and their specific roles in the project. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So we have um, Atrium Health. Wake Forest Baptist Stick Center. They are working with us to provide education for our staff, um, as well as education for other organizations. They are also overseeing support groups for caregivers. They are working uh, along with the Vine Health Memory Care Center to provide the support group that meets here at Shore Fair, as well as other locations. So that is a huge endeavor because, again, working with the caregivers and the persons who are providing the care and helping them to um, sit alongside others who are going through what they are going through and experiencing um, this caregiving, again, which can be very challenging. We also are working with the Shepherd Center. Uh, we've actually provided some education for their staff. And what they are doing is taking another look at the individuals that they are interacting with and being able to better um, clarify if this is someone who may benefit from memory connections or senior services for that matter. Mm-hmm. We are working with the Wake Forest University, Maya Angelou Center for Health Equity. They have pulled together what is called Caregiver College. And what they'll be doing is Uh, training for individuals in the community 
on various topics as they relate to understanding Alzheimer's and dementia. The curriculum is just vast. And I mean, it is just a wonderful venture. What those individuals will end up doing is sharing their information. Mm -hmm. They're actually charged with sharing their information with individuals in the community. So it's like this this fan of of spreading out and providing more individuals in the community who can talk about and help persons who uh, are living with dementia. We also have Winston-Salem State University Occupational Therapy Department. They will be providing a service, we call it TAP, and it is interventions where they're working with individuals in the home. So sometimes with dementia, there are challenges with behavioral changes that comes with that disease process. So what this occupational therapist will be doing is meeting with the caregiver in the mm-hmm. home and talking to them about those behaviors and how to manage those behaviors. So it's a win-win situation right. because the education is being provided to the caregiver, which helps them to recognize why their loved one may be exhibiting this type of behavior. They have a plan in place to address it, and then they're working together to minimize those behavioral challenges. So this is just a a huge, um, what can I just say? This is just wonderful to be working with these individuals in the community and to have this much energy and expertise geared toward caregivers and their loved one with dementia. And Anita, these are without a doubt, fantastic partnerships that are currently in, in place. And I think that just has to make you so happy serving as the project coordinator and what you get to see firsthand in working with these wonderful uh, community partners. And again, as, as a, community advocate myself and for those who are listening to us here on the weekend edition of Community Focus, how we just continually cannot thank you enough for this wonderful information that you're sharing. Because again, the bottom line is for particularly the caregiver who is listening to this program, it's so important to know that you are not going through this process alone. There are wonderful agencies that many of us are probably unknown about in terms of information or know very little. So again, what you are providing for us this morning is just huge. And again, I say thank you. Yes, it is a privilege. Yes, very much a privilege. Wonderful. So let me ask you this. How do you envision memory connections impacting our communities? So there are several different ways. Um, Something that we really haven't touched on is what we would call a dementia-friendly or a dementia-capable community. So throughout all of the education, the resources, the reaching out to individuals in the community, and even with younger individuals, helping us all uh, as a community to recognize what dementia is, to recognize the needs of the person who has been diagnosed or who has memory loss, Mm -hmm. recognizing the needs of the caregivers, and really coming together through that understanding uh, to be a more gentler and kinder um, community. So coming together and that education will help with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Teaching younger persons 
what this is and allowing them to work alongside persons with dementia would definitely impact their uh, you know their their vision or or how they see an individual today, realizing that this is a unique um, opportunity to Absolutely. understand what someone else may be going through. Um, also, we are looking at more people, hopefully being recognized sooner who are having memory loss mm-hmm. issues or, or who have dementia, working on that early intervention so that they can receive help and services earlier. So we're looking at a heightened awareness Absolutely. of what this looks like, what resources are available, how individuals can be helped, and looking again at impacting the community as a whole, uh, making us a more dementia-friendly and capable community. Absolutely, Anita. And I so, again, appreciate you for for sharing that information because you are very likely familiar with the term and and so are our listeners, bridging the gap. And here's a wonderful way to, as you alluded to earlier, our our younger generation bonding or, or shortening that gap with our older generation. And again, an opportunity with which the two can find out that in a lot of ways there are some commonalities between millennials and generation xers you know that that many of us whether we are parents or grandparents it's just wonderful to see those those two groups bond and what a beautiful way to do it through this particular Mm -hmm. program and the initiative that you have going now just as an aside and you 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 talked with me about this a little bit earlier and, and, being new, and being a newbie and serving as the project coordinator, what has been in the six months that you've been in this role? And you can just reference one particular story or recent experience with someone that has brought so much joy to you in serving in the role that you do. So one of the things that I'm responsible for is answering calls. Mm-hmm. Persons who call and they want to inquire about the services or they need some more information. Right. Uh, prior to doing that and getting those calls, I had to reach out to individuals to make them aware right. of memory connections. So this has happened several times where I've reached out to someone in an organization. Mm-hmm. I explained to them who I was, right. what memory connection seeks to do and then there was just silence and that was definitely a cue to me that I'm talking to somebody who is taking care of someone with dementia or they are some way connected to somebody that they love that has dementia and then they would go right into their story and then we've automatically connected and then we're looking at how we can help them so this has happened more than once and it gave me the opportunity to connect to someone who didn't know what we were doing, mm-hmm. who was excited about what was going on and was able to to utilize the services. So I'm just very thankful to have been a vessel Absolutely. and to have been the one to say, let me share this with you. Mm-hmm. And even though my reasoning for calling was to see if I could help even a broader aspect of persons. 
I've already connected with somebody mm-hmm. who's already what I'll call a champion right. for caregivers and for persons I with like dementia that. who says, you know what, I am on board and yeah. anything that I can do to help, please let me know. So those are examples that just automatically just happened because Mm -hmm. I was reaching out to individuals to tell them about the program. Beautiful. And Anita, that carries over so nicely into asking you if someone else is interested in either Mm -hmm. learning more about memory connections, how do they get additional information? Sure. So anyone can go to the senior services website and get information. They'll just go to senior services inc.org. That's one way of doing it. On that website, they can also find our Memory Connections website as well, and they would click on the button. That would give them contact information as well. They can also call directly at 336-721-6966. This puts them in touch with not only me as a coordinator, but it also next them to what's called our care consultation. This is a group of individuals who are housed within senior services, and they're the ones who know those resources. They're the ones who are going to listen to what the individual is experiencing, and they're the ones who are going to be helping that individual over a period of months if they're interested in memory connections um, with how they can help and what this journey is looking like and has meant to them. So it all starts with that call or going through the website and making the referral, talking to our care consultation group, who in turn get them connected to other resources within Memory Connections. Excellent, Anita. Now, something that I wanted to share once again with our listeners this morning is that Senior Services currently has several major programs that respond to the needs of aging adults. So whether it's the Elizabeth mm-hmm. and Tab Williams Adult Day Center, Meals on Wheels, yeah. the Helpline, Home Care, Senior Lunch, Living at Home, or Elder Care Choices, are you continually looking for volunteers or for members of the community to donate? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's also a tab on the website. Mm-hmm. If anyone volunteer they would just click on that they can fill out a basic volunteer application our coordinator would reach out to them but yes we are always looking for volunteers um the persons and the individuals uh, the aging individuals in forsyth county um, they're just wonderful to interact with and there is nothing like having someone who wholeheartedly comes to your home, delivers a meal, or or is helping in some way, that just makes their day. So, again, another win-win situation. Yes, we would love to have volunteers. Absolutely. Beautiful, Anita. So, Radio Family, here is a way that you can get involved with senior services. And, Anita, I just wanted to say I have really thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with you throughout the course of our opportunity to get together and to share this wonderful information with our radio family. Are there any closing thoughts or comments, anything that I did not cover that you would like to express? 
There is one thing that is another part of our memory connections that I did not mention. I will briefly mention this. It is called OMA, Opening Minds Through Art. And this is an evidence-based program that's been trialed all over the country. And it involves an intergenerational component where Mm -hmm. an individual, a younger individual, is paired up with someone with dementia, and they create art together, that abstract art. So I wanted to make sure that people were aware that this is also a component. Um, It can be done at our Tab Williams Adult Day Center, or it can be done in the home. We're starting to do that in the home now. And the participants absolutely love it. Um, And just in closing, thank you so much for the opportunity to share what Senior Services is doing in Forsyth County, uh, the privilege of memory connections and having another avenue for persons with dementia and their caregivers, and just knowing that persons facing this are not alone. They are not alone, and we want to help however we can. Wonderful. And thank you for being just the help, Anita, serving as the Memory Connections Project Coordinator. This was such a wonderful way to get to know you and to, again, welcome you. You are permanently a member now of our (laughs) community-focused family. So, Anita, I certainly hope that we can get together in future conversations, of course, as perhaps the creation or development of either new programs or improvements with existing programs come Mm -hmm. about, uh, please don't hesitate to give me a call so that we can continually share this wonderful information with our radio family. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Renee. I appreciate this so much. I appreciate it equally so. And thank you, radio family, for the great things you are doing in our communities. Continue to keep up the great work. Now, Anita, I typically say on this public affairs program, there are never any goodbyes. So instead, I hope to talk to you next time. I look forward to it. Thank you. You're so welcome. And indeed, until next time, Radio Family, you have been listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Please, everyone, continue to stay safe. And indeed, until that next time, take care. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
O'Reilly.